Hello, Mark. Ariane, how are you, my dear friend? I'm well. I'm doing good. That's it's good. great to see you and uh, and everyone checking in. Uh, feel invited to join the conversation. And today we, I'll speak with my friend Mark Appleyard. And yes. uh, actually, this was the the beginning of the whole series of conversation that we joked that let's do something about the priests and the futurists. <laughs> that is like over a year ago we started it, and uh, right. so it's good to to be in the new series. Uh, yeah and, and have you uh every month in mark it's great um, my friend hey i come uh, i come wearing my uh, the big shout out to the netherlands my bicycle shirt uh my shot i don't know if you can see it on there but it's got bicycles all over it especially for you my friends i know you love to cycle yeah 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 <laughs> definitely like well i'm just i'm just wearing a shirt because it's it's like we have above 25 degrees mm. can you imagine <laughs> And for those who have air conditioning, most people in the Netherlands or Europe don't have air conditioning. Wow. So I'm just wearing yeah. my shirt. So here in America, they even air condition their camper vans. They do. It. I know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So that's why I'm not wearing a three-piece suit today. And uh, so it's good to see you, Mark. And uh, and I was uh, just thinking, and we we had a little uh, chat up front, and um, and uh just thinking about that the line that's on your book but also behind you like business from heaven's perspective yeah it's gonna get out of the way but then there we go and uh i think that is uh that catches me as from a futurist perspective as well mm. like we love to talk, talk about like what's your future perspective mm. and and actually i think there is there's more than just an intersection between heaven's perspective mm. And uh, and it would be great to just have a conversation and unpack it. And I hope people join us in the conversation, which can be through Facebook or through uh, YouTube. Yes. Just use the way of place comments, questions. And if technology is our friend, we see it pop up in our broadcasting studio app. And uh, we just have a, a great 30, 35 minutes to... Mm -hmm. Just learn something from each other and from others. Yeah, so. and also uh, those that are watching on Facebook Live, it is great to have you with us. But also on the bottom of the screen in your Facebook Live uh, video feed, there you're going to see the little share button. I want you to click on that and share it with your friends as well as we uh, open up this conversation to a, a much broader audience also. Um, so just jump on there, click share and get it out there to your friends. Yeah, just get the more people in, the better. Mm -hmm. And uh, like for us, it's it's a common uh, point of discussion subject to talk about what's your perspective. Like, right. are you are you still dreaming? Mm -hmm. uh, do you have a hobby? And yes. Uh, well, <laughs> yes, I know. Well, if we don't have like we have a problem with all the questions, <laughs> but in the general conversation, it is it, it is not common to to talk about your perspective. Mm. It's uh, that could be well that should be. Or maybe other uh, other way phrased, your perspective is always bigger hmm. than current situations reality. Yeah, and that's why it's so important to share it. Like we yeah. talk a lot about hope and faith and mm -hmm. and having strategies, mm -hmm. but that all is anchored in the fact that we have a perspective of greater things than we currently have experience. Right. So I really welcome 
everyone in to to just join in the conversation and um and enlarge stretch your perspective mm, that's good so stuff. what are your first thoughts as a the priest <laughs> well i mean the, the word perspective is oh, that way isn't it the word actually that looks pretty good the word perspective yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> to the left, um, to the right. As it sits on my shoulder, um, is a is a, a obviously a word that's very central to how we view uh, the move of God in the world. How we um, felt, you know, I guess led by Holy Spirit into this place of encountering Jesus uh, around perspective was, you know, I've been in, in Christian leadership and business leadership for way too many years, um, and. One of the things that you notice, and I know we've spoken about this before, is lots of pop Christian phrases come and go and come and go and come and go. Yeah. And it just becomes pop culture for Christians, which is fine. So in some ways it is. It, it is its own um, subculture in and of itself. We are the kingdom of, you know, as the kingdom of God, sons and daughters of heaven by nature. That's a subculture. And, and that's okay to have language within that. But it, but it gets a little cheesy. We know that. But there was the phrase that came around, and I can't remember how many years ago, maybe it was 10 or so, um, but it was this phrase, on earth as it is in heaven, and, and you sort of hear it and it comes and goes, but that one just got my attention big time um, because this one is, is rooted deep in the disciples' prayer. Um, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, what bugged me is that not, the, not about the phrase, but the treatment of the phrase within Christian circles, whether it be the, on the charismatic end, whether it be on the conservative end, um, I wasn't seeing wheels put on these words. I was seeing the usual hype or whatever it might be. And I was going, seriously, this is what we're doing with the heartbeat of the disciples' prayer. It's becoming another pop culture kind of phrase. And, and it was being, I would say, prostituted. I'll just be frank. I, I just think that's what the phrase was becoming. Um, it was the next popular thing to say so you could get a crowd. And I was like, oh, this really bugs me. So that it's one thing to be bugged by it. It's another thing entirely to study it. And then what does it mean? Um, so for us, it's really, really core and central, um, this whole nature of the perspective of God. I, I guess the fundamental part of the journey, you know me, I love the mechanics of things, um, how do things work? And this is one of the, the things in Scripture that I think we can get a clear indication of how God works. And uh, when we look at, um, for me, I, I realized as I went on this study of what does it mean on earth as it is in heaven, that I was getting some things muddled up. Now, that's not a first for me. I often get things muddled up. Um, but I was particularly getting muddled on the difference between future promises and present realities. And, and so as I looked at the future promises and present realities, and the Bible has both uh, future promises and present realities, one of the key ones that I was getting muddled up or one present reality that I was confusing as a future promise was that we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Now, we know the tense of that. It's present tense. It's a present reality. It is also a future promise because we will be with him in his glory. Um, but it is also a present reality. So that started to really mess with my mind. Okay, if, if I'm seated with Christ in heavenly places, well, where's Christ? fair place. Where in heaven is he? So I, you know, look through and I knew where to look anyway, as I'm sure most of you listening would know as well. And that is that he's seated at the right hand of the father. And I'm like, oh, okay. So if I'm seated with Christ in heavenly places and he's seated at the right hand of the father, then where am I? Oh, guess what? I'm not seated at the right hand of the father as well. 
But this now created another lot of questions for me, which is, but hang on, I'm here right now. I'm sitting behind my desk having a conversation with my brother in the Netherlands. And yet, how am I seated with Christ in heavenly places? How can I be in two places at once? Well, Romans 8, 16 tells us how, why, how that happens. And that is that God's spirit joins with our spirit to mm. affirm that we are God. Yeah, that's good. So the spirit yeah. to spirit connection means that I'm in two places at once. Well, well, there's one last little piece to this is that, it, great, I'm with Christ in heavenly places, but how does Jesus and the Father, um, if I'm seated at the right hand of the Father with Jesus, how does Jesus and the Father interact? Well, we come back into John, don't we? John 5 and John uh, 12, John 12, um, where it's Jesus says that I, I only say what the Father says and I only do what I see the Father doing. So we know they're in constant dialogue. So guess what? Living from heaven's perspective means that if I'm in earshot of this constant dialogue, I can eavesdrop in on the conversations of heaven and bring the revelation of God from heaven to earth so I can live on earth as it is in heaven in my personal life, my family life, and my business life. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. And if I think just to, to, to go deeper into that, if you want to... Uh how to to apply this this being in um yeah in, you said being in two places well i always compare it to like you have dreams some call it daydreams hmm. and actually that's ju not just some mental thoughts no actually those those are connected to what's in the old days they're called the eyes of the heart it's hmm, seeing seeing beyond what you see with your natural eyes hmm. so having a perspective and actually it's connected to 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 many well we talked a while back about spiritual intelligence it has to do with spiritual intelligence yes it has to do with the fact that you you sense and maybe that's the better word because you you have your five senses and then you have the let's call it the six like you've used the, some language but let's call it the sixth one if you have the other five like you have the you, you have the ability to sense what's not yet there mm -hmm. and that's what we pray we pray let it be on earth as it is in heaven mm. so what if and i compare it also always with um, the the just the, the mail the mail system i order something i get a track and trace code mm. and then i wait it for it that's the normal one but what if I'm not looking from the receiving end, but I can look at the whole process from the sending side? Mm. So what if I can look from what's not yet my reality, but what's the next reality that's coming? Mm. Quantum physics talks a lot about it nowadays. Yeah. MIT yeah. talks a lot about it, like what's the emerging future? Mm -hmm. And if so, heaven's perspective or seeking first the kingdom of God, and it's righteousness, uh, theory you, just mm -hmm. to, to, yeah. it all talks actually all about the same thing. Can I anticipate on what's coming instead of that I'm surprised what's arriving? Mm. And how do we do that? Yeah. Like the first scripture part that comes in my mind is that story about the 10 virgins that, that were going through... Um, Actually, we're waiting for the, I think for the for the groom. Mm -hmm, that's and, right. Uh, and 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 then five of them were called wise. 
Mm. But actually, they were not called wise in the sense of that they understood what was needed to be done. Now, it meant they had foresight. Yeah. So not hindsight, right. but foresight. Right. And I think that if we, as, as counting everyone in, we mm -hmm. as leaders mm -hmm. um, have foresight of what is coming, we can connect our hearts to what's coming so we get in this anticipation state we mm. we get ready for what's coming because mm. it's the thing that we start to long for mm. then and we get actionable steps in that process we yeah. actually have the power i would use that word we have the power mm -hmm. so it's more than abilities we have because we also have the ability to create Mm -hmm. by using our voice in the right way by speaking language that's not yet and we spoke about it many times language that's not yet connected um to reality yeah like the words we speak that are connected to yesterday they just repeat and the words that are connected to today they just confirm hmm. what if we have language that's connected to tomorrow it creates right, right. And how do we get that language is actually by trying to uh, describe what the perspective is we are sensing mm -hmm. oh no that, that's that's right on i think um what happens with that language is um it becomes the voice for the generation because it, it is a unique sound and we you know do we want to be an echo or do we want to be a voice well one sure way to be a voice is to the, to be listening into the vocabulary of the future and bring it into the present and um exactly. it's it, it's in, in, you know it's known by it, it, it's known by its followers. Let's just put that put it that way. People know the sound of a voice, and they know the sound of an echo. Um, and echoes aren't bad. In fact, in leadership, it's important to be an echo on your journey towards becoming a voice because you'll never steward a voice well if you haven't learned to steward an echo well. Um, you know, it's a valid pathway. You can't sort of just jump and wake up and you're a voice. It's because you'll have to learn humility along that journey to steward a voice well. You need to learn compassion to steward a voice well. You need to learn um, confidence to walk in authority to steward a voice well. There's lots of things there. But, but that stewarding comes from, as you say, it, it is developing this vocabulary of the future perspective and drawing it into our present reality. Yeah, and it's a good one. Like we, we, we all want to become a voice. Uh, we all want to find out who we can become. Mm -hmm. Like that, those are really healthy um, desires hmm. for every human being. Hmm. At the same time, if we become a voice, other people will echo. Mm -hmm. So you have yeah. to model for them what it is to echo. Yes, exactly it's, right. It goes actually. It's the same thing when you talk about leadership. Like I'm I, when I look to a leader. Actually, I'm looking to find out how that person learns hmm. more than that I look at what that person is, is, is teaching. Hmm. And the reason is, if, when I find out how that person learns, I can start to train myself, get experience in mm -hmm. learning the same way. Mm -hmm. So I actually anticipate to receive the message. Yeah. If 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 or when it doesn't really matter, I'm not getting ready to understand how to learn. Hmm. 
it's just noise. Mm -hmm. How big the name is on the screen or of the book or in front of you on stage or in a one-on-one -on -one conversation, if you don't know how to learn, you, you will not receive the message because receiving a teaching is the same thing as learning. Yeah. So the leader needs to be transparent, authentic, how he or she learns mm -hmm. or else they took just painting a, a picture and there is always a court around it because yeah. i cannot access, access the picture that that's a nice segue into this <laughs> yeah so uh, mark yeah. how do you learn is for me more important actually than the content of the book the content exactly. of the book is amazing yeah but the the book actually explains a lot of the journey of learning um, exactly now how did i arrive at those places how did i get there what was what was the journey uh, even to the to the to the um minutiae of of learning how to develop the gift of tongues um that was a major one for me i had major roadblocks in that area and i had a dear friend who came alongside and and said well okay let's look at it this way let's and and so i even put all of that in there here's how you can take these steps and um because if we can't help people to learn uh, then we we keep them capped at where they are, and and we got we got uh, you know communities of faith all over this world that do great at raising up sons and daughters, but have no idea how to raise up fathers and mothers, who in turn can raise up sons and daughters to become fathers and mothers. So you know, teaching people and then not being afraid of their freedoms, um, I, I think it's one of one of the, the the genuine traits of leadership. It's true. Like, like you, you, you lead by modeling it, by being an example. Mm -hmm. And I think number one is model how to learn. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. I, I agree. I, I do. I agree entirely. And so, like <laughs> your, your, your stories can be amazing, but if, if people don't get how they, you've learned it, they won't, they won't recognize and won't engage with the process. Yeah. Because it's not a transfer like value and reward. No, it's a, it's a journey. Yeah. So you yeah. have to onboard on the journey. And and no, I I love it. I think you're right on it. And I think you can tell a a leader that learns by the fact that they always um, want to ask more questions than they give statements. And that's a that's a key um, for me a key indicator of the posture. I just had a conversation today with, uh, you know, an, a phenomenal global global level leader. And, and arguably there was more time spent with him seeking questions, answers to questions than going, okay, here's this, here's that, here's 10 other things. Um, and, and then you look at it and go, this guy, any wonder he's a, a global level leader. Um, you know, if anyone had the right to say, well, okay, here's how it is. And you think of it this way and you do it. I mean, that would be the person. But instead it was, it was peppered with, with me being asked questions. Uh, that, mm. that just tells me so much about, you know, that, that guy's going to continue to be a world level leader because he's, he's never given up the skill of asking the right questions. Um, I, I just think that's an important trait for us to keep. Yeah. And it, like... it, it also, sorry, just on that, is that it also reveals the genuine humility of a heart. You can't be, you can't have a teachable spirit without being humble of heart. Um, I was it, just thinking that the moment you, you, we always say like, okay, there is a moment that insecurities, or there could be a moment that insecurities become so big or leading, or you you really think you have arrived, and you start to protect it, hmm. which is just a very nice word for say you just fall back into control, hmm. controlling people, right? 
but maybe one of the keys, and I know it's a major key, but maybe it's the most important key of making sure that you will ne never fall back into control is that you keep learning hmm. and be authentic and transparent how hmm. you learn. Because hmm. the learning, like I remember that, like like the, yeah. I was probably 18 or 19 and I, I got on a level of education that it finally demanded something from me. Mm -hmm. And I just found out that I was quite late in the process <laughs> learning how to learn. I yeah. had no clue how to learn. And and then it was like, like not just one chapter for a book for the the exams. No, no, I had just had to read multiple books mm. of a thousand pages each. Mm. I had no clue how to digest that, how to learn. So I had the fast track. Yep. I made it. But I was just thinking like I never learned how to learn. Mm. So where in the education did I miss something? Mm. Or where, where, where maybe education is missing something. But I, and I thought, it's not education, it's leadership. Right. It's a leadership question. Yes. And one of the things is, I think combining the two, it's interesting to find out how do I model learning in the process of gaining, refreshing, regaining my perspective my future mm. perspective mm. my heaven perspective mm. so that i can and i think the word from is so interesting as yeah. you didn't say business with heaven's perspective right no yeah, it's no, from that's, right. that's its origin that's its start. yeah and I, I remember one of the i think it was the second challenge mm -hmm. the, the the tagline was learn to lead mm -hmm. from a future mindset right uh, which is for most people a twist yeah uh, like shouldn't i learn a future mindset no learn to lead from mm. so you could say start to live from your future perspective mm. so as leaders and everyone counted in mm -hmm. i think it is a cornerstone of yeah. our being yeah to find out how what is the perspective mm -hmm. and how do I live, lead? And you said think, speak and live and live. Yeah. Lead, learn, yeah. share. And, give. And here's the thing. When we talk about origins, you can't live from a place that you are not residing in. Um, you can't, I can't speak from the Netherlands when I'm in America. Uh, I can't do that. I can only speak from the Netherlands when I'm in the Netherlands. And so living from heaven's perspective demands that I be postured in heaven while on earth, that, that two places at once. Uh, it's the only way we can live from that perspective is to live in that reality. Yeah, which connects me to being a king. Mm -hmm. Like I always connect being a king to entrepreneur because they are about extending their domain. Mm. And the, king, the king's domain, well, we know how those words connect. Mm. And so I can only surf from, yeah, well, the perspective I can lead from, mm. uh, but and uh, from the place being there, I can surf. Like yeah. if I'm not in the uh, physically, I would say not physically in that place where the resources, the value is, mm -hmm. then my serving, just compare it to 
being a, a waiter, mm. there will be nothing on my plate to serve. Mm. So right. I have to be in that place to serve from that place. Yes, that's exactly right. Now, that's good stuff, my friend. Again, if you're watching with us here on Facebook Live, click that share button. Share this conversation with your friends because uh, we want to keep this conversation going today. Uh, what does it mean to live on earth as it is in heaven from heaven's perspective? And a few thoughts in the meanderings of our minds um, that hopefully get some conversation started in the, yeah. the that you connect with. Yeah, get the conversation started. Like, like just connect with, with Mark or connect with me and... Mm -hmm. uh, and we are all about like having conversation on a peer level. Mm -hmm. Like it's not that we we have the answers. Even if you're not motivated, like we are not giving you the motivation. Mm -hmm. What we can give you the inspiration. Like mm -hmm. we can inspire you, and that's what peers are about. Like yes, brothers yes. and sisters that inspire each other. Like what Mark referred to, like. The human spirit. Oh, I know in many circles we don't even talk about the human spirit. <laughs> but the human spirit is your only connection point with your source of life. Mm -hmm. With what Mark said, the Holy Spirit. That is the birthplace of the new things. That's the birthplace mm -hmm. of, of crazy thoughts, ideas. But also the place where your inner voice is actually fed and... Like, if you can master that, understanding, discerning your inner voice amidst all the noise, echoes, mm. voices, sounds, then actually that's this little flame inside of you. Mm -hmm. And we can help you to just put some extra fuel on it, but it's your responsibility to keep that flame burning, mm. that inner flame, I would say. So get some prayers around you. Now, I see yeah. on our ticker there, you've got an opportunity um, for people to be able to reach out and to get that uh, next step going with their peers. Tell us a little bit how they can connect with you and uh, what it's about. Yeah, well, it's the link to, to a weekly gathering of peers, people in business, in society, in leadership that actually understand that personal development is priority number one if you want to lead others. And... So the perspective and all the other things, but it's all about it's all part of per, uh, personal development, mm. and they just gather on a weekly basis where they just um, test this language. Mm. Like, what's my language? What's the unique value I carry? What's the unique message I have? And how do I test that? Well, you test that in a safe place with peers mm. that are not offended by your search for words mm -hmm. and actually encourage each other be this inspiration for each other so you're always invited to just check it out mm -hmm. like and they can uh, just go to businessrevivalist.com forward slash mastermind and uh, find out there how to sign up and when it's on and the links and all of that yes yeah we, we run a group on fridays so we always say it's 9 a.m central european time mm -hmm. or 9 a.m central american time like so it's 9 a.m if you were in the us or in europe with some deviations of course with the uh, next next door time zones but yeah just just test it like, yeah. be part of it and uh and just join the group and 
And if you want a one-on-one conversation, uh, just connect through the, the Facebook comments. Well, you see how this video is, it came to you. That was like through the social media channels of Mark or of mine. So you know how to get reach of us. And if there is one obstacle to get over it, to get back into personal development, and it's like, like, like you said, oh, uh, Mark, um, love God hmm. and love yourself as your peer. Let's call it mm-hmm. peer. Mm. So love yourself, develop yeah. yourself, mm-hmm. and uh, get, get in that route, back in that routine. So if the hurdle is uh, anything, then I, su- I suggest like connect, just connect and find out. Yeah, excellent. Like, Very good. Lots of good uh, resources and tools there for everybody. Is uh, There's no excuse for being isolated and alone. Um, people there to connect with, reach out to. We've got a lot of uh, free resources available too. Why don't you uh, jump on and get a hold of your free Church app. Um, that's Y-O-U Church, one word, and you're going to get it on your Apple App Store, Google Play. Um, it's also on Apple TV. There's lots of great resources there and uh I actually uploaded another four songs this past week. So I think there's now over 30 worship tunes on there as well. Um, just to have as your own personal worship time, it's all free. Jump on, take a look. Uh, on there as well, you'll see some of the links to Anathan Biz Solutions, where we look at how to live on earth as it is in heaven. Think, speak, and live business from heaven's perspective. So uh, jump on there, take a look around. There's lots of short videos, and we'd love to connect up with you as well. Yes, well, Mark, thank you for today. And next week, I will have the pioneer back in your seat. And then I talk with uh, with Grant uh, about what it is to be a pioneer. Mm. Good conversation. uh, Which is a conversation. And it's the same, like, like it's about roles. It's not about positions and titles. Mm. But, like, how do you pioneer Mm. if there is something on your heart something of your heavenly perspective that you don't know how to move forward and this there's this gap like then join our conversation next week mm. same time same day in the middle of the week and mark i'm looking forward to speak to you uh, at the end of june very good my friend can't wait take care have a great day and let's connect soon <laughs>